With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. They are Sports Illustrated. It's amazing. This incredible body of work. I really appreciate the integrity. Everything you do is well done. You guys do a great job. We love it. What can we say? He's Chris Maddox. He's employed by Sports Illustrated. The announcer's got it in for me. There you go. This is the Crossover NBA Podcast. If you have a problem with it, build a team that can beat them. Hosted by the one and only. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Chris Mannix. All right, Mark Stein is here, New York Times NBA writer and uh, my hallway bubble mate. Uh, Mark has embraced the uh, hallway lifestyle uh, here at the uh, Coronado Springs. I spend most of my days sitting on these pattern couches and chairs hanging out waiting for teams to roll through and uh mark you're you're all in on on this lifestyle aren't you i think you and i are the two most like-minded out of the i guess there i'd say there's about 20 of us here mm-hmm. there's the 10 quote independents that we fall under and then there's 10 or so people from turner and espn i run into you the most you and i are you <laughs> and i are i guess that means we're old we're but there's no like i think maybe people don't understand it. Like there's so few places we can go. The media access is restricted to such a degree. And the one place we are allowed to go is there's seven practice sites. Three of them are here in this convention center we're sitting in right now. And so this hallway that you just mentioned, this is like the one last place that we're allowed to go without getting thrown out. Mm -hmm. So it's been good to us, man. It has been good to us. You know, I hope we never have to do this again because that will mean that this global pandemic will have lifted. But I've really enjoyed this experience. I mean, you know, you're like me when you have to go cover something, you hop on a plane, you're spending three days in a hotel, and that's to get one, maybe two teams out of the way. I mean, we sit here for five, six hours. We might get five, six teams. No question. And I I totally came in expecting much worse, and mm-hmm. that has for 100% been the pleasant surprise that... Um, 
you know, access to the marquee teams is more restricted than ever. You're, you know, Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, it's challenging, but there are lots, you know, you and I just did a, did a Nets practice. Mm-hmm. There was only four reporters here. And, you know, that is one of the, the biggest perk to me is the seats that we're getting in these games. Like that's back to when I started. I mean, I, the, the, the but, Jimmy Butler, TJ Warren battle. I mean, I literally could have reached my hand out and touched the game. I was sitting so close. It was a beautiful thing. But the second best perk I agree with you is just, there's 22 teams here and 15 or so we've got pretty damn good access to. You're, you might, you might be the one that sheds a tear when the visa center goes away yeah. this week. Not might. I will definitely, like, I will, I will be, that place is incredible. Like we, there's no fans, obviously. There's no courtside seats. It's a very small gym. They won't use it beyond the seating games. But I mean, you are on the floor like, you know, 93, 94 was my first season covering Mm -hmm. the league. And I vividly remember my last game, my first season as a Clipper beat writer, sitting courtside for David Robinson, scoring 71 points and winning the scoring title, like, we just don't get those seats anymore and you know no one's gonna shed a tear for us we've got the greatest jobs in the world but when i started we sat that's how close we sat if you were the beat writer you sat in the game and that's what it's like at visa it's heaven heaven to sit that close it's kind of funny i I was at the blazers game last night against the mavericks recording this on thursday or wednesday um and you know damian lillard you know, makes, uh, you know, the, the game finishes strong for the Blazers. Damian Lillard walks off and he's looking at the quote crowd saying, put some respect on my name. Puts, and somebody asked him after like, Dame, who are you talking to? And he's like, I guess the media, <laughs> I guess we're talking to the media, but uh, I think the media puts a lot of respect on Dame's name. Yeah, I don't know. That days. was, that was completely contrived. I mean, it was great theater for us, but mm-hmm. I don't know what a, he's been getting a lot of media love. So I don't, I, I, you know, he might be mad at Paul George and Patrick Beverly. I don't think he can be too mad at us. No, I don't think so either. Uh, before we get to a couple things from what we've seen during these seating games, uh, what have you, what's your understanding of kind of the plans for next season? I mean, I, I talked to Michelle Roberts this week and she made it pretty clear to me that it's highly unlikely we start before 2021 like that. It, you know, both the turnaround time from the end of the finals to potential training camp and the start of the season. And, you know, the fact that, you know, it's, we could still be, it's probably better to kick the can down the road a little bit to see if this uh, pandemic lifts and there's more access to a, a normal schedule. Uh, the NBA wants to start uh, on December 1st. That's in part to get all 82 games in. That's in part to avoid competing with the Olympics uh, in the summer. Uh, how do you think this, you know, from, it, a lot can change, obviously, but from where we sit right now, what's your best guess on how this all shakes out? Yeah, I'm with you. I don't see how we start before 2021. I just, it just doesn't seem feasible. Obviously, Christmas, you would, you know, that's the date, I think, you know, they said December 1st, but I think they, they threw out December 1st with kind of Christmas in mind. Oh, mm-hmm. we'll push it back, but it'll only, only be till Christmas. I mean, the way things stand now, they're going to have to stick with bubbles and, you know, regional pods. That's the the phrase du jour right now that, you know, it's going to be some sort of regional, you know, two, three, four, how many ever regional bubbles it is. But I, I think ultimately they'll, you know, if they get a sense that, okay, we could have fans by April, I think that will kind of help shape how soon they start. I mean, they want, I think they, they're pretty realistic. There's no way there's going to be fans in arenas at the start of next season, but the hope is there will be fans in arenas at some point next season. So when, if they can get a handle on when that may be, I think that kind of helps guide them to a start date. But yeah, I, I'm, I, I just, I cannot see it 
starting in December. I just I don't see it. Yeah, and I don't I don't think that there should be that much emphasis on the Olympics because I don't know if the Olympics are going to happen. I mean, it, it sounds crazy to say in the summer of 2020 that the Olympics might not happen a year from now, but it's the realities of the situation. I mean, they you can't concern yourself with you know going up against swimming if you know the chances are that swimming is not going to happen so especially when the truth is i mean the league office is concerned about the olympics i'm sure greg popovich really wants to coach in the olympics having waited his whole life because that's his dream job but mm-hmm. front offices executives don't care about the olympics no. and they're you know they don't want their guys playing these games anyway truth be told so i i yeah, i i you know, worrying about the, the 2021 Olympics or whatever they, if they're still calling it the 2020 Olympics in 2021, like that's, that's such a down the list concern yeah. at this point. You wrote an interesting piece this week on the interactions of players at these hotels. This was something I was fascinated by coming in because as we sit here in the Coronado Springs, you know, Nets players were coming out of their practice. Heat players were coming out of their practice. Now there's not any friction between the Nets and the Heat right now, but I mean, that could be any number of teams. And you wrote about what's happening over at the Yacht Club, and, and we're seeing stuff happening here. What have you observed about how these players are interacting with yeah, each other? I, I came into this fascinated by the Yacht Club because, remember, when they made the assignments in mid-June, it was based on your record. So instantly there was, oh, the Yacht Club, that's where the bad teams go, that's the bad hotel. And and I think the reality is... Interesting name for a crappy hotel. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know it's. I don't think... I don't think the rooms are super different from, you know, the top eight teams are at the Grand Destino. The next eight teams are at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. And like you said, the Yacht Club, I I think, I think from the writers, if we got traded to the Yacht Club, we would all be pretty giddy. (laughs) But it did get kind of this stigma, like it was a, it was a three tier hierarchy. And so this, so I was curious right away, would guys feel, would, would guys on those six teams feel how much hotel envy would there be? And I think there, there is, you know, hotel envy uh, certainly you know even even decker devin booker told me he's like you know yacht clubs sounds better than it is but he's fine with it but then what happened was those six teams got so desperate because only at best two could could survive and now we're having this amazing play-in chase so what i heard from a lot of the teams are that just it just it baked this new tension in that when you know the yacht club there's really only there's you know, they all kind. Of, there's six teams. They all run into each other in the lobby near the meal rooms. It's not as spread out as where we are. You know, we, we're in the Coronado Springs. The hallway we're in is connected to the Grand Destino. There's much more real estate over here. There's a lot less real estate over at the Yacht Club. So I, I think it, it was interesting that, you know, Frank Kaminsky said, you know, we we root against everybody we see. Uh, you know, <laughs> Manu Williams said, yeah, it's getting a little, it's getting a little. The stairs are getting a little colder getting on and off the elevator, and and it's because. You know, Phoenix could go eight and zero and not make it. San Antonio has been a Cinderella. They might, they likely won't make it. I mean, it's, it, it is that part of it is fascinating. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just going and it's going to get more fascinating as we get deeper into the playoffs when all these teams congregate here at the Coronado Spring. They start passing each other. I mean, these seven game series get physical. Yeah, uh, we'll see how that all kind of plays out. Um, since you mentioned the play in game, I think it's been great. Or the play in uh, series, whatever they want to call it. I think it's been great. It has energized this entire restart because if you didn't have it, you would have teams 
like the Bucks and the Lakers to a degree going through the motions a little bit. You would have teams. I think they that, have. They have, yeah. And, and teams that have locked in on seating, you know, resting guys and made the whole kind of experience lose some of its luster because you have six teams out west just fighting with each other to get back. It's added something uh, significant to this part. Do you believe that there's any momentum to have this come back uh, to have to be part of the league moving forward. I know Adam Silver likes it. Like he has petitioned and, and brought up this idea before, but when I bring it to coaches, and I had this conversation with Brett Brown just the other day, he's like, nah, we got 82 games to figure out seating. And that's always the pushback. You got 82 games to figure out seating. Uh, how do you think it, the, what, what do you think the future is of the play-in series? I think the play-in game will, will happen. I think the mid-season tournament will ultimately happen. Adam Silver wants these things badly. And the interest that this is generating is exactly why they're looking for any way they can to spice up the regular season and get people more interested in it. And, you know, I'm not going to annoy you with a bunch of soccer talks. I know you're, you're not as fond of it as huge, I am. Huge soccer fan. I, I don't want to, you're uh, what, 60 seconds of <laughs> soccer seconds, from your, 10 seconds, 10 of, seconds of soccer, seconds 10 of soccer from, your, a lifetime. from your old radio show. Uh, but that's what world soccer has that we don't, because of promotion or relegation, regular season games always matter we in this country it's not just a basketball thing in all of our sports with the probable exception of the nfl there are too many regular season games that don't mean anything and that's what this playing thing has done the suns showed up here six games out and everybody thought they shouldn't be here and they've been great and have thrust themselves into the middle of this thing and and let's face it the 88 games were for tv it was it was partly to create a semblance of an exhibition season because the top teams didn't want to just go right into the playoffs. They wanted some games to kind of find themselves again, but it was for TV. It was to create a TV inventory to try to mitigate some of the losses from canceling so many games. And without the six, without the, without the race in the West, a lot of this would have been just, why are we doing it? Mm -hmm. I mean, there've been amazing offensive performances there's been crazy box score lines, but we we needed this race for the eighth spot to make these 88 games mean something. And think about how engaging it would be if the East were better. You know, if Bradley Beal was playing, if Davis Bertans was playing, if the Nets came with a full column, although the Nets have been great, you know, in this uh, restart itself. Uh, I, I think it, it should be here to stay. And I mean, you can tweak it a little bit if you want to say, all right, you've got to get within two games. Of, of that eight spot to force a play-in series, I'd be okay with that because, you know, we've seen the quality of basketball at the end of regular seasons. It's bad. Like, teams that are out of the playoff race, they just kind of start resting their stars and start, frankly, tanking and playing for lottery position. If they think they've got a shot at forcing a play-in series, it's only going to increase the quality of play, which is good for the NBA. So there's a trade-off, sure, but I think overall it's a positive for the league. Yeah, I mean, look, you feel for Memphis because they've just had a nightmare yeah. with the injuries. They've lost JJJ. They've lost Winslow. So it's a weakened group. They're struggling. The Suns, the Spurs, the Blazers are all just playing mm -hmm. great. And so, I mean, as we go into this... It, I mean, Memphis could legitimately fall all the way out now, which is sad for them because they've been such they've been such a great story this season. But I don't I don't think there's any question that this 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 has livened things up, and it's exactly what Adam Silver envisioned. Mm. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. So as, as we look at some of the, the, quote, stars of all this, I want to ask you about Devin Booker. Um, I, I admit, I came into all this as a... Devin Booker skeptic, let's call it that. I have, and I'll admit this, you know, on the podcast, I have likened him in part to Corey Maggette. I thought he was a scorer. I didn't know if he was a winner. I have, I have had my, my doubts about Devin Booker. Watching him play in these critical games, this big situation, uh, I have been incredibly impressed. Like, he looks like a leader out there. He's defending and he's scoring, you know, outside of Damian Lillard, and I guess T.J. Warren, huge numbers for his team. Has, has Devin Booker shown you anything you haven't seen before, or is this just Devin Booker is getting uh, a spotlight shown on him for maybe the first time in his career? No, I, I think it's more than that. He's galvanized that team. I mean, Monty Williams has as well. I mean, there's no question that, that Monty, he's, he's, he's just brought, he's brought you know, a sideline calm and presence that's really helped that, that team. But you think about the Suns. I mean, they're in this to get into the playing game, and and none of these games, they're not, they're never, they're never playing the teams that are right near them. Like they haven't had a schedule where they could actually play the teams that they're competing with to, to slice into the gap faster. Now, where they have benefited is they're playing some teams that are resting guys, and certainly that has helped. But now Booker's gone, Booker's gone to a different level. You know, you just did a great piece on him. And, you know, I, I talked to, I've talked to him multiple times during this thing and, and just, he struck me as someone who just like, look, he, he played in, he played at a college powerhouse and being in the NBA and not going to the playoffs, it, it's, it's really worn on him and, and he hates it. And so I don't know if they, if they can take that last step and get in the playoff game. But I mean, again, I feel sorry for the Grizzlies if they fall all the way out, but based on what we've seen so far, 
Suns Blazers would be the most compelling playing round to put Lillard against Booker and let's you know they've been the two guys they've been the two best guys here you know let's let's see him go at it for for the number eight spot I, I think it would just be a great great weekend theater if we get that yeah I'd love to see it and it, it you know it struck me I, I went from being a Devin Booker skeptic to like a, a, a full believer in a matter of weeks and when I saw Draymond Green on TV saying you know get my man Devin Booker out of Phoenix if this was two years ago I'd have agreed with him but it's not like there is more stability in Phoenix than there's been in like a generation like you have a head coach in Monty Williams who has solidified a spot that was once you know you don't even want to etch a coach's name on the door because it gets changed so often. I mean, Devin Booker had, what, five coaches in the first five years? Um, James Jones, you know, solidified that front office as well, one of the most liked, you know, former players in the league. Uh, it's a functional franchise again. I mean, the owner, there's still some question marks about, no question, but uh, that's not a franchise that you run away from, I don't think, right now. I think that's a franchise that you have to have at least some confidence can build from this point forward. Well, look, they got a lot of heat for not getting up for T.J. Warren, and I think that is still justified to basically just get cash for someone who's shown the scoring ability Warren has here. I mean, that remains a question mark, but you also have to say on the flip side, if they don't make that move, they probably can't bring in Rubio and Oubre, Mm -hmm. and Rubio has also been, you know, just a stabilizer for them, a floor leader. He knows how to – he just compliments Booker well – He's so solid defensively from a you know team scheme perspective, but that's another thing you know they haven't had Ubre, and the you know I think Ubre had the best season of his career, but the reality is, Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson have been solid. They've been I think they've been more solid with those guys leaning on those two. So I mean the Suns have been the Suns have been a great story, and 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 you know it's gonna it really is gonna be interesting if if it is. Suns Blazers and I and you know people of I love that they're giving bubble MVP and all bubble team like it's it's fun sure like, we've had enough negativity this year what there's no harm in having some fun I agree and I, I was I've been talking to PR guys like you got a pitch for me for your all bubble team anybody got, got names there so it is uh, it is pretty fun you, you touched on TJ Warren there and the Suns not getting a lot for him or anything at all really uh, what do we make of TJ Warren beyond the bubble like, do you look at this as being the start of something big for T.J. Warren? Because he's been an electric scorer every level he's played on. Like, he was averaging 25 a game at in, uh, what, NC State. He came into the NBA by his second year. He was cracking double figures. The three-point shooting is new. And, you know, he's, he's a man of few words, T.J. Warren. But, like, you, you talk to him about it, and there's no real explanation for it. He, he says he wasn't playing much during the pandemic, but... Are you a believer that the Pacers have something here, that this is now a potential all-star on their roster to pair along Oladipo in the future? I might be the wrong guy to ask here because I've only been to two of the Pacers games Mm -hmm. live, and in those two games, he had 16 and 12. (laughs) I saw you tweet that. When I'm not there, he's averaging 40. So I'm actually worried that, like, (laughs) I'm never going to be allowed in St. Elmo's again, one of my favorite restaurants, because I I think I'm the TJ Warren stopper. Mm -hmm. But you know, look, like when I saw him, he the two games I saw him were the two games where you know he had the big showdown. You know, one was playing against his old team Phoenix, and and Mikhail Bridges just did a great job taking him out of that game. And then the big Jimmy Butler game in Miami, you know, 
I thought Butler was great on him early and, and Warren got passive, but the Pacers need something. They need this Warren explosion to be real because Oladipo is clearly not, not back to where he was. And Sabonis hasn't been here. So the, the Pacers, they just gave Nate McMillan a contract extension. They had a very good season, no matter what happened in the playoffs. But they've got some big question marks going forward. They're going to have, you know, Oladipo's up for a, an extension that's over a hundred million. You've still got the Sabonis, Miles Turner thing. Do they have? Can they? Can those two guys play together? Do they have to move one? So if Warren is, it's not going to be a thirty-five point a game guy, but if he is a legit scorer, that's a huge bonus for them because. You know, when I look at the Pacers, I see a lot of hard decisions these days. They need something that kind of works out well for them, a, a, su- a surprise development. Mm-hmm. And especially one on such a manageable contract. You know, it was an onerous contract for Phoenix. It's a welcome contract for, for the, uh, the, the Pacers, only $11, $12 million per year over the next two. So, uh, you know, that's – and those are the kind of guys you got to hit on. Like, you, you need, you know, reasonably paid high-level talent. To, to, to flesh out your team to become a real title contender. Uh, the other guy I wanted to ask you about was Michael Porter Jr. And, you know, I, I love that pick on draft night a couple of years ago. And I love the rationale that Tim Conley and that front office had. It's like, okay, like that's a top three talent. We have a lot of young talent. We don't necessarily need another one. Why don't we roll the dice and hope the back heals up? Well, you know, the back has healed up over the last year. And, you know, he has been playing extremely well in the bubble. I mean, is this, are you buying like Michael Porter Jr. as now being that top three pick we thought he was going to be, or do you still have questions about how he fits into the NBA? I mean, the only questions are the durability. I yeah. mean, talent. I mean, I, you know, this, I had the stat in my newsletter. He, he had back-to-back 30 and 10 games. We haven't seen a rookie do that since Blake Griffin 10 years ago. So, I mean, the talent's unquestioned. He had a pull-up three on LeBron in that game against the Lakers. I was like, all right. All right, you got the confidence is there yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, and and it just gives Denver. I mean, Denver just has this array of talent that if they ever want to package two or three mm-hmm. of these guys, they can go out and make a massive trade mm-hmm. and really go to another level. Now, I know they'd rather do it the homegrown way. I know they'd rather be pa- patient. You know, go go the direction they have. And look, you know, Jamal Murray, there are people in this league who still think he has superstar potential and that he has another step or two to go. So they might be able to do it just the way they've built their team. But they're in a very enviable position with all the, the assets they have if they want it. You know, I I mean, everybody loves Jokic, but I, I mean, I, I love him. I think, you know, some people question would going skinny hurt him. I don't think it has. I think he's still a monster and... Uh, they, there's there's a Denver has so much upside. If you're a Nuggets fan, you have to be excited about and the future. Bull, Bull might be able to. Yeah, play. I mean he's been amazing too. Yeah, I mean they another dra- guy. They're just like you know what this guy was projected as a first round pick for a while. There was questions about his love for the game. All right, we're drafted what like fifty something. Screw it, let's roll the dice. Like more teams should be doing that. Like if if you have a you're in a position where you don't need that young guy to develop right away, roll the dice on the high talent. You'll miss on some. We hit on others. That's what Denver's no, they, done. That, that front office is drafted very well over an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, last thing I want to ask you about is uh, the future of Ty Lue, currently in a, a Clippers uh, assistant coach, uh, turned down the Lakers job a year ago for various reasons. Uh, but now, you know, the buzz I get sitting in the hallway from running into people is that it's almost a lock that Ty Lue gets a job uh, next year. Now, the openings aren't there right now, but there are some questions about 
whether it's Brooklyn, although Jacques Vaughn's done an incredible job with that team. Uh, the Pelicans, you know, their potential because David Griffin, uh, you know, is a new GM who inherited Alvin Gentry. The Rockets, perhaps, Mike D'Antoni's work out in Philadelphia. We don't know what's going to happen uh, with Brett Brown. I mean, are, are you of the belief that, you know, it's it's not a question of if but when in the next few months that Ty Lue lands someplace? 100%. He's, he's number one on the list. He's a lock. All four of those places, he would be a top two, three contender, top two contender probably for any of those jobs. And so, you know, we, when he turned down the Laker job, a lot of eyebrows were raised, but it was, it was the right call. Mm-hmm. He didn't like the terms that the Lakers were offering. It was a shorter term deal. It was lower money. He's like, hey, I've got already got a championship on my resume. He didn't want to just be tied to how long LeBron is going to stay a Laker and totally agree with you. He will have you know, there's a possibility that all four of those jobs open mm-hmm. and he will be in the mix, I think. There for, could be for a fight for him. Like, yeah. It could be a bidding war to get him. Maybe because Griff, I think Griff a lot of... the GM in Cleveland. I mean, a lot a, of people think that New Orleans will be the first team to make a change. Mm-hmm. If you're Ty Lue, let's say the Pelicans offered him the job next week. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you jump at it? If I'm Ty Lue, probably not. Mm-hmm. I want to wait and see what's out there because he, w- he would have his... He will... He will probably have his pick of two, three, maybe even four opportunities. Mm. And this, and we're sitting here recording this outside of where the Nets just practiced. This is the most fascinating job because as, you know, I can't recognize more than five guys in that gym right now, but, you know, come next year, you're talking Durant, you're talking Kyrie Irving back in the mix and, you know, among the co-favorites to win but a championship. you know, really, they're all fat. All those teams are fascinating. Think, I mean, Coach and Zion would certainly yeah. have potential now. I mean, you you'd rather go i think any coach would rather go east than west because just it's just not as it's still not as competitive in the east so i mean philly you know t- you know it's i don't think there stars. Would, I, I don't think there would be any sort of intrigue trying to trying to get that thing on the right track and houston um just by virtue of the way that they're always going to make moves um those are all those are all wild i'm not jobs. sure i jump at houston at this point and especially if you're Ty, like, do you? How do you devise sort of a strategy to make that work with Russ and James? Unless they make a deal, I just think he's got such a good touch mm-hmm. on the human side. I, you know, look, I'm a huge D'Antoni fan. I yeah. think Houston is crazy. I agree. If they get rid of Mike D'Antoni, I agree. Absolutely nuts. I mean, that's such a weird situation too. With the personnel they have, he's the best coach mm-hmm. for it by far. He always gets guys to outproduce what what they were before. I, I mean, I cannot understand why the Rockets would even look in a different direction. Now, if they change the roster, they change the, the composition of the team, that's one thing. But to me, Houston would be insane to make a change. Um, but look, if they disappoint in the playoffs again, I'm sure he's going to be the scapegoat. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, if not that Ty Lue is going to call and ask for my advice, but if he did, I don't know how to – I don't know how you, if 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 all four of those were on the table, I'm not sure how you pick. I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, Mike D'Antoni's shown how flexible he can be as a head coach. Like if you, if ten years ago I told you Mike was running a team that put the ball in one guy's hands for 20 seconds of a clock, you never would have believed it. He's totally. That's it. He, he's totally changed his philosophy. And like you said, he's shown way more flexibility than anyone ever thought. And and you know. He doesn't have a championship on his resume, so people kill him for that. And until he gets one, he's always going to have to answer for that. But, I mean, he's been one of the most successful and revolutionary coaches mm. 
of the of the modern game and i i Again, you know, I, I was around those Phoenix teams a lot. I spent a lot of time covering them. So, you know, I'm, I'm a D'Antoni mm-hmm. fan, and I, I, I just I don't understand. Is your, let, me, let me ask this real quick. Is your gut feeling that Pop is back next year? I, it is. It is. I do think I, I, it's hard for me to see him walking away from a bubble season. Yeah. Um, but it's Pop, and the truth is none of us know. Yeah. Like, only he can make that call but i do think even just the way he's made it all about development like mm-hmm. you know they're you know patty mills who's their sixth man their 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 tempo changer like they haven't even been playing him because they want the kids to get minutes they basically made patty mills a coach mm-hmm. in this thing it just seems like yeah i think he's had an he's he's coaching this thing with an eye on next year mm-hmm. yeah it'd be interesting i mean he he sort of accomplished what he set out to accomplish. Kawhi's gone, and who knows what they do this summer with some of those contracts. It might be an appropriate time, but maybe after the Olympics. I mean, it is, there's a lot. What do you think? Do you think, you think this is it? Maybe only because I don't know what happens next year and when it starts, and do you re- does he really want to go back into bubbles next year? Like, if we're in, into – and he might quit late in the game and, and elevate somebody you know, from his staff to be the head coach, but if it turns out to be a, another bubble season – I'm not sure he'd want to do that and drag it out, especially if you're not on a team that. I don't know, man. Yesterday, JJ Reddick was on the James Corden show talking about how he he brought pop wine. Uh, maybe still likes that. Maybe he still likes that part of. Uh, ain't so bad. <laughs> no question. Uh, Mark, always appreciate your time, man. Check out Mark's newsletter over at the New York Times every single week. Uh, follow him on Twitter as well. Uh, I will see you tomorrow, same time, same station, same hallway. Yeah, no microphone, same hallway. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.